Welcome back to Sitting in Jams. It's a delight to uh, be in your ear holes this morning for another episode. <laughs> Why don't we start off by just telling everybody, how has your morning been? My morning has been grand. Got up, had a run, took care of some business, and uh, Callum and I enjoyed a coffee together. Callum, how's your morning been? Morning's been really good. Um, yeah, done some uh, some nice reading uh, just before we met, which I mentioned. Um, and then, yeah, we had a, a good catch-up and a good uh, bit of prep for um, today's today's question. Go on then, Jack. Tell us how you how you how's your morning been? Keep it concise. Uh, my radiator blew up this morning, so I'm in a new new background. But I've had a bit of a crazy morning. But it's actually just nice to be sitting down and uh, yeah, talking about something interesting today. So I'm I'm looking forward to today's conversation. Nice one. Great. Just before we get started, I would like to say a massive thank you to everybody who has been checking out the podcast so far on Spotify, iTunes and watching it on YouTube. I appreciate you all. And a huge thank you to everybody who's been checking out the merch. I saw that uh, James James Thane on um, Instagram posted a photo of his mug and that was so nice to see. So thanks so much for the support, James. We all really appreciate that. If you would like to support the podcast, you can get the merchandise from our Teespring or Spring website which is linked uh, below on wherever you're listening to this. You can use discount code GUITARFUEL for 20% off uh, for the foreseeable future. I think we'll run that until next year, the beginning of next year. And yeah, if you would like to submit a question for the podcast, because remember, this is about us and you, uh, please send us a message on either Instagram or send us an email at sittinginpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Cool. That's enough for me. Over to Callum Stevenson, who will be hosting this week's question. Yeah, thanks. So today's question is going to be, should you go to music school? Kind of follow up question to that. What was your personal personal experience and did it meet your expectations? So um, starting off, I had zero expectations when I went into college. Didn't know what I was going for. I basically just decided to going to go into a space where there was music. That was essentially it. Um, And through the five years that I studied there, things kind of slowly and gradually began to take shape. Um, So I think that's the kind of first thing to mention is that you might have some expectations, you might have zero expectations, but neither of those, you know, you might not meet your expectations um, at all, which is completely fine because again, it takes shape over time. Um, But my personal experience with it was quite an interesting one because a lot of things that I thought would maybe have importance didn't have as much importance. And yeah, a lot of things, a lot of things that I viewed in music um, and what was important to my education in music changed. So one of the things that I ended up doing a lot was I spent so much time just using the facilities because I didn't have the facilities at home. Um, So I would be, I think it was in second second or third year I was in I was the first person to walk in the building I was the last person to leave basically before you know I was the first person to put the lights on um so that I could use those facilities and really take advantage of the recording facilities that they had there um just to spend a lot of time being creative getting used to uh, digital audio workstations as well um and yeah just trying to develop my musical experience in a lot of kind of diverse ways I suppose um, but one of the things that I didn't think would be, I didn't think of it at the time, 
But the thing that I would probably put most importance on was building relationships. Uh, just building relationships with other like-minded musicians. Um, I'm trying to think where I would go from where I would go from there. Um, I just want to say, Callum, that you might have been the first person in and out, but little did you know, I was actually hiding in the toilets, crying because I had so many jazz transcriptions to learn. <laughs> so I was I was actually secretly there. And for those of you who don't know, Callum and I actually studied at the same place, but didn't actually cross paths until well after, which is kind of bizarre. But anyway, I just want to add that in there, uh, Callum. <laughs> no, that's true. That's that's definitely true. Um, it is weird that our paths didn't cross initially. Um, I find that quite odd. Um, but yeah, um, moving on from there. Um, I'm trying to think. I've lost my train of thought a little bit. Um, where was I going to go? But yeah, I've totally, I've totally lost what I was going to say. I, you were talking about how uh, your experience was. You know, what what are the main touch points for you? Uh... In terms of that, you spoke about using the facilities, the importance of that. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, actually, that's what I was going to go on to. Um, one of the things that I'm really grateful for, and it's something that I tell a lot of students, is I was very much in the deep end when I started because there was a lot of great musicians and a lot of diverse musicians, um, people who were just kind of further along that musical path than me. Um, I was very limited in my musical ability when I first started. So being in amongst lots of great musicians at quite a high level really shaped me as a musician over those over the course of the five years and it's something that I say to students which sounds quite nasty but I always tell them I hope you're the worst person that you're here <laughs> and that like there's a good reason for that it comes from good intentions because you know I think many of us know that if you if you want to be like a great player for example like a great performer you need to really be and the environment of a lot of great players to kind of push you out those um those kind of safe uh safe spaces i suppose or like um like a comfortable comfortable kind of place um i think you'll find you grow so much more and there's a lot more to gain when you have people who just show you a new thing just with like just even like one sentence that they say or just one maybe one take on a chorus maybe just one one take on a chorus that they do and you're kind of super inspired by um, just something as small as that, you realise that you're kind of, you've you've got a long way to go, essentially, I would say that you've got a long way to go. Um, but that's, yeah, that's essentially kind of, in a nutshell, quite quickly, what my experience was like at college. Um, Reese, what about yours? Yeah, nice one, Callum. I, I certainly agree with you in terms of making use of the facility, uh, particularly the toilets, and also, yeah, just making sure that you're, you know, striving to be as good as you can in the environment you're in. But yeah, college for me was a funny one because I'll tell you a wee bit of story. I actually applied for a different course and I remember I didn't get in and I was super bummed out. I was like 17, like just a baby, right? And yeah, I didn't get into this course that I thought I would. And the most annoying part, honestly, was that my best mate, who honestly wasn't any better than me, he got in and... uh I remember thinking about what the difference could have been and he told me that in his audition his nose started to bleed and he got him to lie down on the toilet uh, on the toilet I'm thinking about toilet too much now lie down on the floor and pinch his nose um, and I think that he got in because he had a nosebleed and I didn't but um, anyway when I did get into college eventually I yeah I didn't get into the course I wanted to get into and so I just went somewhere else basically and 
To be honest, I'm so grateful I did because instead of, I think this was a four-year course instead of a three-year course. And what it afforded me was a year to kind of work out what I wanted to do because I had no idea. I went straight from high school and all I knew is that I liked to play guitar and just flashy stuff. You know, I was playing Joel Satriani and all that kind of stuff, which is great. But I had no idea what I really wanted to get out of college. And so the first year really afforded me that opportunity to explore options. And I found within about the first six months, I was really interested in improvisation. And that kind of led me down this pathway of um, exploring blues music and funk music and eventually onto kind of fusion and jazz stuff. And yeah, I guess my point there is that I went into it with, in some ways, no expectations and used it as an opportunity just to find out what my path is. Because I think it's hard as a, si- a 16 or like 17, 18 year old kid to know really what you want to get out of an experience. And so for me, the first few years of university were really about finding my path or w- finding paths, you know, and like just going down them for a bit and um, just trying out loads of different stuff. But another thing that I would like to comment on in terms of um, going to college is making use of your tutors. And what I realized, and I'm, I don't know if you you guys feel the same, but in an environment like college, where it's very different to school, where your teachers, there's a huge barrier between you and your teachers. Like they're professional, you're the little kid learning from them. But college was a little bit different. It was the first place in an educational environment I was kind of treated like an adult. And I found out quite quick that if I, if I got on well with my tutors, particularly my guitar tutors, they would somehow have more time for me. And for someone who was a really keen student and, you know, always wanting to develop, uh, that was great for me because it meant that I would get emails from my teachers if they had like cancellations or anything like, oh, do you fancy just like another lesson on Tuesday or whatever? I was like, yeah, of course. And I found out that the 45 minute lessons we were supposed to have became two hour lessons uh, just because they were they were nice and they were. um, I also showed a different level of enthusiasm, maybe. And I guess the point there is, you know, going into an educational situation, it's like respecting those who are teaching you, but also realizing that the environment's very different from school and that they might have more time for you. They might give you a gig or they might give you extra time or just different types of feedback. And I found that to be super useful. Uh, The final thing I just want to comment on before passing over Jack is the importance of networking in that environment. And it's funny, I mentioned that having not known Callum when he was at school the same time as me. I think you were the year above me. Um, but I met so many great people and started so many bands and done lots of recording sessions just because I was there and I let people know that I was up for it. And that might be by just having a jam with someone or even like helping someone out with some work maybe that you were a bit better at and vice versa. You know, maybe they'd be able to help you with something in the future. Um but yeah, it's a, it was a funny sort of experience for me because I really went into college thinking, kind of feeling let down that I didn't go to the place I wanted to go. But in the end, it ended up being the complete best thing for me because it afforded me time to think about what I want to do. Um, so I guess my advice off of that is if you're thinking about going to music school, consider, um, consider your options in terms of where you're going but don't be too disheartened if you don't get into where you want to go because wherever you go at the end of the day it is all about what you make of it i could have been studying at 
another place and gotten a worse experience. I don't know. But it's like what I made out of it is the uh, really the important thing there. But yeah, that's I think that's that's about enough for me <laughs> over Jack. Yeah, it's great to hear that. You know, it's funny, just as you two were talking, I've never actually heard of your experience in music school as well. And I resonate a lot with both of what you said as well. For me, I always realized that going to music school was about being given time. So if you either have had the experience or perhaps you're wondering about music school, this is, this is essentially my own personal experience of it, but I really felt that I gained time when I came through the doors. So I went to a university in London and very much like you, Reese, I didn't really know what it was I wanted to do. I had a general idea about wanting to improve the guitar as well and sort of go down the jazz route as well and, and increase my knowledge that way. But really after that, I had no idea how to construct a career or, or what I would do with it. I should say as well, like you said, you know, being 17 or 18 and, and choosing your, your options for where you want to go for university is such a young age, really. But you're very quickly, you know, asked to... to find value in certain things, I suppose, in, in terms of what is it that you want to do or was it, what is it that you want to explore as well. And something that I knew I really wanted to, to do was, was actually not to just study music. I wanted to have access to all kinds of things that the university would offer. And unfortunately, being part of the University of London, it's a big, I'm not sure if conglomerate is the right word, but it's part of a, a group of schools, University of London. So I was somebody who was always interested in the history of things, the philosophy of things, and being able to dip and dive out of those topics was really good for me as well, whilst also being able to continue performance and, and use London to its fullest potential. So for me, music school was mostly about time. It was about absolutely about, you know, creating connections and finding out about myself and, and, and improving as well. All of those great things. But really what I felt music school brought out in me the most was just this, this large amount of time for me to go and just explore things, whether it was exploring information, different topics, all that sort of thing. And, you know, my, my degree itself was rather unconventional. I mean, very strange because I went to a university rather than a conservatoire. So, you know, three out of four of my subjects, if you like, or however many of my topics were based on essay writing and being really assured about what it is that I thought about, say, the aesthetics or philosophy of, of music or the history of music as well. So I had some really great lectures talking about, say, uh, the history of, of music in Soviet Russia as well, or how, how music plays a role in, in, in the West and in education, all those kind of things. So I felt like I had a really full understanding of things. And as you know, the, the years went on and I got to the later stages of my, my education, I really felt that I wanted to specialize more in sort of the teaching side and the performance side as well, on the playing side. And so I put more and more time into that. And, you know, like you say, Callum, as well, and I can completely resonate with that, being the first in and the last out as well, to the point that you start, you know, knowing about the security guards and, and how their families are and all that kind of thing, you know, and they're shooing you away saying, hey, haven't you got a, a life to get on with? Um, but, you know, again, I, I, I factor all of that in as part of time, really. And I had a really great experience meeting people who had lots of different disciplines, lots of different interests as well, and also challenged me in ways both musically and I suppose personally as well that influenced how I think and how I, how I am as a musician as well. And so I thought it was very important. But, you know, Something I thought uh, would be helpful to anybody who is thinking about music school or, or going off to music school or, or, or considering it at least, or perhaps you've been or perhaps you're in it as well and you're trying to figure all this stuff out. I think it is probably one of the cold hard truths of music school that music 
if you want to be in the music industry, if you want to be in, you know, the music scene, if you like, there's a couple of important distinctions to really make and to understand about music school. Number one being that music is a vocational degree. And I think all of you would agree with me in saying that your grade really doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. It's about what you pick up from music school. So unless you are looking for, uh, you know, a, a position in commercial industry as well, which is absolutely fine, or perhaps you're looking to change your major or your study, most of the time, if you're going there as a musician wanting to be a performer or a producer or an engineer or a mixer or whatever it is that you want to do, composer, um, then I suppose that's a, a really big thing to remember is just go out there and make a bunch of mistakes. Go with the notion that music school is a platform to build upon rather than a platform to um, simply just find your next destination. I think the thing that I learned about the, well, I suppose the music school and, and, and the music industry in general is the main thing that the music scene is not an industry. It does rely on, you know, contacts and, and, and who it is that you know and what it is that you're willing to do as well. You know, what it is that you're willing to try and what it is that you're, you're willing to really work hard at as well. And the more that you can craft, uh, I suppose, a vision for what it is that you want to do with your career as well, the more it starts to make sense. But, you know, my general advice in, in that scenario as well, and I'm saying this both to anybody listening and to me as well, is just try as much as you can explore the city and get a real feel for what the scene is as well. Oftentimes, like I think it's really important that the distinction is made that music school doesn't teach you how to value yourself or your, or your, your skill, or your speciality. Um, and it's more about kind of giving you the transactional information and knowledge, but it's really down to what you want to do with it. And it's no surprise that it's, it's a tough industry. That's, that's the honest truth. We, all three of us understand that as well. And it continues to be tough, but if you are somebody who is naturally curious and, you know, music school is something that still appeals to you, you still want to be in that environment of being challenged, having opportunities, meeting really interesting people and really, I suppose, having every day that is different, you know, your office always changes or your situation might change, then you should go right ahead and continue it. But, you know, on that experience then, or that, that relay of my experience, what kind of expectations did you guys have going into music school? Callum, I know you said you didn't have any, but Reese, I'm wondering, did you have any expectations at all? Yeah, I had very, very unrealistic expectations. Uh, and this is something I used to struggle with a lot. And the expectation for me was not necessarily on the process of being at college itself. Like, I, I was quite fine with just passing myself into the hands of the tutors and you know they would guide me down pathways and I'd explore it all but my issue was that and I'm not entirely sure where this came from but when I was 18 let's say I'd settled into university um and by the way just for those of you who listen or listening like we're using the term school college and university conservatory we mean the same thing well right um but I had this unrealistic expectation of the level that was expected of you to get through a degree when I first got to college, I thought, I'm not kidding, I thought that people who were in the last year of their degree would be world-class musicians, and I thought they would be, like, just the best players ever. And I'm not entirely, I think that affected me in that I put that expectation on myself. Not to be a world-class player necessarily, but I, I felt bad about myself a lot because I was constantly comparing myself to something that didn't actually exist which is kind of funny 
And I remember my mum always saying to me, it's like, oh, Reese, look at how far you've come, you know, just appreciate that. And I was like, mum, I need to get better because they're world class. You don't understand. But they weren't world class. And the reality is that you can get a degree in music and still be pretty rubbish at playing guitar. You can. That's fine. You might specialise in something else. Um, But yeah, my expectations or unrealistic expectations for that matter came from the level I thought was expected of me. And sort of to conclude that, it's like, you'll be surprised. It's like there's a pathway for everybody at music school and there will be one for you that fits in with the kind of level that you're at as well. Um, but yeah, don't compare yourself to world-class people because like you're 18, you don't know nothing. <laughs> nice. Yeah, some really, really good points there. Um, I agree with a lot um, of what you have both said. Um, just in addition to that, Reese, and what you were saying there, I suppose I'd mentioned that I didn't have any expectations going in. But then, as you say, those kind of expectations that we build kind of based on our environment um, I started to create very, very unrealistic expectations kind of based off of that that thing of like maybe feeling ad- inadequate or not feeling good enough. Um, and that's something that I think, especially at that age, is just that's kind of at the forefront of our minds um, a lot of the time. Because um, I remember feeling that way and setting ridiculous goals for like my final performance in um, the degree level. Um, I wanted to kind of dive deep into the technique of a lot of virtuosos um, and my program was refined from things like uh, there was a couple of things on the program but at the level I was it was extremely unrealistic I had things like I wanted to play a Young Mamstein song, I wanted to play an Eddie Van Halen song, I wanted to play a Buckethead song like all these virtuosos that like have obviously crafted their guitar skills over however many years and I just wanted to condense it all into one academic year. It was so unrealistic but there's actually a lot of value in that. I think um, shooting for the stars is still important because if you don't shoot for the stars, if you give yourself that very realistic roof that you want to hit, there's less less growth. So if you're extremely unrealistic with what you expect of yourself, although you could maybe connotate it with coming from a negative space, um, it, there is a lot of benefit from that as well. Um, but moving on from there, I think... Um, if we were to, say, share one piece of advice for anyone looking to study music, um, what would it be? Reese, we'll start with you. Yeah. Um, one piece of advice. Oh, man, I feel like it's so hard just to give one piece of advice because there's so many things I learned that were just so difficult that I would like to add to it. So apologies if I give more than one, but the first one is be kind to yourself. You know, realize that you're a student and you're starting at the beginning of a degree. It's like you shouldn't know all. Um really, you shouldn't. It's like you're there to learn. And I guess the other thing I would say is just be aware that everything you're doing is leading up to a bigger picture. And that bigger picture might not be a degree in itself. You know, that might just be one path. The bigger picture for me would be getting developing myself as a musician you know I don't really mind what my degree qualification is in the end it's you know these four years are just a step to something much bigger and the end result is not for me the piece of paper that I got so there's a there's my bit of advice oh I have to follow that um no I'm like you in that I feel like I have a lot of uh a lot of pieces to advice to give pieces of advice piece of advice to 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 give in this situation um, I'm going to take it from the slightly different 
uh, avenue. Kind of like I was reiterating before about understand really what it is that you want from music school, hopefully before you go. You know, we, we are all in the place that, for me, I sort of, not unconsciously, but I went off to music school perhaps without asking the right questions um, that I perhaps really would have benefited from. So if you are listening to this or you're thinking about this as well and you are actually asking these questions, which is a really good thing to do, or perhaps, you know, you want to return to study or change your major, that sort of thing, have a realistic view of what success would look like as soon as you graduate. And I think off the back of that as well is that, you know, um, I had a senior lecturer who gave me a really, really good piece of advice. And I just try to share it with everybody, which is really that those first two years of, of, of graduating are incredibly tough because it's all about trying to put things into perspective. You know, all this stuff that you learn and how you get gigs and how you balance things, how you make money. It, it, it always is hard. It's always hard those first two years. But if you can stick that out and you have a clear vision for perhaps what it is that you want to do, or perhaps, you know, your vision is simply to just take on lots of things. What I would say is just stick with it and you will absolutely, you know, find returns if you're, if you're willing to work hard enough as well. Um, but yeah, there are absolutely opportunities out there. That's, that would be my piece of advice as well. And so I'm saying that both to my younger self and to hopefully anybody that that would help. But. Nice. Yeah, great stuff. Um, for me, I think uh, it's, it is tough, as you say, Reese. it's tough to kind of choose one. Um, but for me, I think it's super important to think about those college years as building your reputation. Um, as someone who's a reliable musician, um, I think we all have definitely had our fair share of people who may be fantastic musicians. But sometimes it's hard to maybe rely on certain musicians if you're in a band scenario, like things like that. So it can be it can be a very challenging um, part of the process. But I think being a reliable person that people can depend on is going to get you more work. And that kind of leads me on to the next thing, which is, as, as you said, Reese, the bit of paper honestly hasn't served me. It just, it really hasn't. It's, it's more been about what did I do? How did I hold myself? How did I kind of take myself through those years of study that you know, led people to go, oh, there's an opportunity here to maybe get into a music school um, to teach. I thought you'd be really good for the job. It's those things that really kind of determine was, were those years of study actually worth it? So I think trying to build um, a good reputation and be a reliable, you know, good, a good musician, but in, not just in terms of like technically good. It's like, you know, be a good person as well. Nice one. Great. Well, Callum, thanks so much for hosting that question. That was, uh, it was really fun for me to hear about everybody else's perspective and also kind of, you know, nostalgic in a way for me to dig back into those parts of my memory and think, you know, what was it like? And I still remember going for my audition and how I felt that day. And so, yeah, good question. And remember, if you, the listener, would like to submit a question, please send it in to us on Instagram at sittingin or email us at at sittinginpodcast at gmail.com and we will uh, we'll consider your question. Last thing, finally, is uh, if you want to support the podcast, I've just drunk a smoothie out of my guitar fuel mug, but um, you can get a nice guitar fuel mug or a swanky sitting in top and all proceeds go to help support what we're doing here at the podcast. And yeah, well, looking forward to the next one. We shall see you next week. Have a great week. See ya.